This is PhotoBizX, episode number 550, and today we are talking with a photographer based in Calgary, Canada. She quit her full-time corporate job to go full-time with photography. She's been doing it for years now, has totally replaced her income, is living and loving the life that she's created as a photographer. She does everything from her garage-based studio at her home, and that includes shooting, editing, selling and marketing. It all happens from this one small space in her home. And I think you'll be blown away by her averages. I'm talking about Laurie Brown of Laurie McBrown Photography. And that interview is coming up in just a minute. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here, host of the Photo Biz X podcast, where I interview guests from around the world to help you build a better photography business, even faster than going it alone. If you are familiar with the name Laurie Brown, it is because I have interviewed her for the podcast in the past. It was a premium members only episode, and I am excited to have her back sharing everything she does with you today. And I can promise, no matter the genre you're focused on, I think you will love what Laurie has to share. There are so many lessons to learn, so many great takeaways. So stick around. That's coming up in just a minute. Before we do get into that, if you didn't catch last week's episode with Richard Grenfell, make sure you get back and have a listen to that one. Richard admittedly and openly shared that he hates kids, doesn't want to photograph dogs, is not interested in photographing weddings, and he has tried all those things before building a purpose built studio on his property outside of town where he now focuses on boudoir photography and photographing the women in his local area. He's built a lifestyle business. He's currently overseas traveling through Europe with his lovely wife, Tracy. And as you'll hear in last week's interview, he already has his ads, his Facebook ads ready to go on the day or days before he returns from his European trip so he can hit the ground running. His averages are also fantastic. His clients love him and he is loving his business more than ever now that he's found his niche. So get back and have a listen to Richard and his great sense of humor in last week's episode if you haven't caught that one yet. One quick announcement before we jump into this interview with Laurie. I wanted to let you know that the incredible Audra Harris has agreed to come back and deliver a masterclass on selling on how to get your best sales for your photography business, either through Zoom or in person, using the exact strategies that she's using in her business. Now, that training is coming up at the end of this month, the 29th of February. It's a Thursday morning here in Australia, which means it may be your Wednesday afternoon. I just wanted to give you a heads up so you can mark it in your calendar. I'll have more details about the training soon. But if you are unfamiliar with Audra, she delivered the incredible training on qualify your photography leads like a pro. It's what she does in her business. She has a service. She's not a photographer, but she has a service and a team of employees who work for other photographers. And what they do is they take your leads and qualify them and turn them into paying clients. She only gets paid when she actually qualifies one of those leads and they book a session. And that's 
the masterclass that she delivered, the Qualify Your Photography Leads Masterclass. There are more details about that one over at photobizx.com forward slash qualify. Now, the other part of her business is selling. So you can hire Audra and her team to do your sales for you. And obviously they would happen via Zoom because she's remote. And again, she only gets paid if she makes sales or her and her team make great sales. And she has agreed after I asked her, after asking you if you'd like to have her back to come back and deliver that sales training. So she's gonna be going through every step that her and her team take with a photography client after a session. So that includes the text messages, the emails, the actual sales call that happens via Zoom, which you can also do in person. And it's the same strategy that leads to the incredible sales that she's able to generate for her photography clients. Now, this may be useful to you if you want to move from online sales to in-person sales. Maybe you want to train a staff member or a contractor to do your sales for you. Maybe you want to get better at selling your photography yourself. Maybe you don't have a step-by-step strategy to take your clients from the session to the actual sale and beyond. So that's what we're going to be covering. Well, that's what Audra is going to be sharing and covering in this upcoming sales training. So I'll have more details about that training in the coming weeks. and I'll get that to you via email in the podcast and also inside the members Facebook group. So look out for that. It should be fantastic judging by the training that Audra delivered on qualifying your leads. You're listening to Photo Biz Exposed with your host, Andrew Helmich. Alrighty, we are going to jump into this interview with Laurie. If you are hearing this announcement, it does mean you are listening to the free version of the podcast. Now, what that means is you won't hear the full interview today with Laurie. I am saving a large, large portion of the second half for premium members only. The good news, if you want to access the full interview, you can do that for as little as $1 with a 30-day trial membership. And there are more details about that over at photobizx.com forward slash try. It's time for Andrew's special guest. I love having the opportunity to record these interviews and I look forward to speaking with every single guest. Sometimes though, I get especially excited about having someone on and that's the case for today for a few reasons. Number one, this photographer gets stuff done. They hear or learn about an idea, a strategy, a tactic, a win from another photographer and off they go to put it into practice for their own business. Number two, she's been at this photography thing for a long time. As an outsider following along, I see her weekly emails, her occasional posts in the members group, turning up in the live training courses and masterclasses. It's obvious she's as passionate and committed as she's always been. She's Canadian, and who doesn't love the Canadians? And number four, she's been on the podcast before, and she shared a ton in the members-only episode where she generated $30,000 in sales with her 30 Days of Gorgeous promo. I'm talking about Laurie Brown, and I am truly wrapped to have her back with us now. Laurie, welcome. Thanks, Andrew. It's nice to be back and nice to see you this time because last time it was just over the phone, I think it was pre-pandemic and we hadn't gotten used to the whole Zoom thing. I know. It's totally normal now to leave the cameras on and everyone's comfortable with it, which is pretty cool. It's, it's an, Are you seeing that with clients too? Are you utilizing Zoom now more than ever? Oh, yeah. I use Zoom regularly. For what, for sales or to build connection? For consults and sometimes sales. So always for pre-session design consults because it allows me to share visuals 
And when you're talking about money too, it's nice to not only say it out loud, but to show it. And then also visuals in terms of like client wardrobe pieces. I'll show them finished images and be like, do you want to wear this? I could have it ready for you. And then also, I don't use it that much for sales, but if somebody is super indecisive and needs multiple visits to finish their sales, then I'll be like, okay, do you want to do this last one over Zoom instead of in person? And I've done that. Nice. So did you say pre-shoot consultation or post-shoot consultation? Pre-shoot. So I custom design every session. And so it's all about getting to know the person and how they dream of being photographed. And so we kind of, I walk them through a creative exercise to learn like kind of where they're going with what they want, like whether it's branding, like, so I could be diving deep into what their brand is, or if it's boudoir or something, I want to know what kind of images they're dreaming of because everyone is so different. And I'm going to give you the, the example I give to everyone when I explain why I do this. I had a client last year for 40 over 40 and her description of her style was Victorian vampire Gothic. And I'm like, okay, that's not everyone. So we're not going to do any light and airy or like, you know, pearls and frilly things like that. We're going to go into more of like the Gothic. Not that we didn't do anything kind of opulent, but like she had a very specific style. And I want to know that in advance so that I can cater to that and possibly go buy something new for my wardrobe or from a backdrop or just some kind of a prop or build something. I get my husband to build things for me. So good. So good. I love that. So, And for the listener who can't actually see you right now, like you're sitting in your studio slash office and I can see that you're surrounded by, uh, there's a beautiful black and white frame piece of uh, wall art next to you. There's wall art up behind you. There's a mannequin with a gorgeous dress or gown. There's acrylic blocks behind you. I mean, it looks like you're in a showroom for a photographer. Yes, uh, that's the whole idea is that people walk in here and they're like, oh, but everyone actually, she can never go. Everyone is like, I want that right there. I'll take that. So just describe that for the listener. What is that? Oh, sorry. It's, um, she's wearing my black tulle skirt and she, it's like a black and white framed portrait for the wall. So not everyone does the exact same frame, but they all want that pose. Right. So there's a beautiful looking woman with her legs crossed, you know, hand up under the chin, look very elegant. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. It's super popular pose. And then also outfit, like. I tell everyone, I'm like, you're wearing the black tulle skirt, whether you like it or not, because everyone does and everyone looks good in it. It fits every size. I've had it on every age from like, I think the youngest person was maybe eight and the oldest is 77. For the listener who doesn't know you or hasn't heard your earlier interview, just tell me a little bit about your business. You focus on women specifically and it's boudoir, glamour, would you call it? Headshots and branding? Yeah, I like to just like simplify it to branding and boudoir. Sometimes I reference legacy, but yeah, I think it's just easier to say branding and boudoir so that people understand that like I do headshots. If we're talking SEO, I'll definitely say headshots, not branding or personal branding. So headshots, branding, all of that. And then boudoir, which I kind of leaned more into that instead of glamour. Because first of all, I don't really love the word glamour. I never did. And also I found... There was one client who came and when she was packing up her things to go, we had done, we finished the shoot. This was years ago. And I said, is there anything else you wanted to do? And she said, no, no, we're good. But I noticed that she was putting some, like, like I saw some lingerie in her bag and she had not brought that out. 
So I'm like, okay, I think she chickened out. So I'd rather be upfront about it and be like, it's boudoir. And then the boudoir can be translated into what boudoir is for you. So for some people, it's, you know, more simple, fully clothed, not too revealing, but it's just more in the posing and what you would maybe describe as glamour. Got it. Okay. So you call it boudoir and then let them, or you discover what that means to them. Yeah. So tell me, you're based in Canada. I said you're, uh, are you in or near Calgary? I'm in Calgary. Yeah. Okay. So that's where most of your clients are coming from. So just tell me, Calgary, is that a big city? Like, is there an abundance of women to draw on to feed your business? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a really big city. It's not like a Vancouver or Toronto, but it's still a major city. And I have people coming from all over the place, actually. So the furthest would be New Brunswick, which is on the other side of the country. So some people come from all over Alberta. So I've got someone coming in February who's from Grand Prairie, which is like, that's a plane ride. And I've had people come from Edmonton, which is a three-hour drive, um, St. Albert, which is really close to Edmonton. So probably the same three, three and a half hour drive. Nice. Okay. And just tell me again, for the listener who isn't familiar with your business, did you get into this because you love photography? Uh, did you get into this and build it from scratch, uh, you know, coming out of high school or did you leave another job and start this? Oh, I left my corporate job 11 years ago almost. And it was for family reasons. So my goal though was to always replace that income. So whether it be going back to a corporate job or not, I wanted to make up for all that time I spent staying home with the kids. So at the time when I left, I was doing photography as a side gig. I hadn't figured out exactly the kind of photographer I wanted to be. I was doing like the family photo shoots in the park. I had already figured out though that I didn't want to be giving up my weekends. So I skipped weddings completely. There was no chance I was going to do that. And I very quickly decided that I would not be doing shoots on weekends. Got it. And then so it was the number one aim then to replace that corporate income or was it to, you know, feel good about yourself, about, you know, contributing to the household income? Like what was the reason for wanting the extra money? Well, for one, I'm not the kind of person who can just cook <laughs> and clean all day. I get super bored. I like to have a more of a challenge and a creative outlet and it just makes sense to make money while I'm doing it. So, yeah. Have you replaced the corporate income? And if you have, when were you able to do that? Yeah, I would say the last year I did. I don't know if I have exactly replaced it because by now I think I'd be making like a lot more than I was. But I was still, I was making six figures when I left. And so, and now I'm making six figures as a photographer. I'm able to expense trips to like Phoenix and Italy and stuff. So I would say that that has some bonus perks that sure beat the trips that I took when I was in the corporate world going to Cold Lake and uh, Medicine Hat or, you know, just, you know what I mean? Cold Lake is just as it is described. There's a Cold Lake. It's in Northern Alberta. It's not quite as exotic as going to Italy. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't sound like it. Look, while we're talking numbers, can you give us an idea of your revenue now? Yeah. So do you want to know annual revenue? Yeah. Well, it's funny because before we started recording, I said to you, have you got some numbers ready? And you said you've got a spreadsheet. What's your little spreadsheet called off to the side there? Yeah, it's called Numbers for Andrew because <laughs> I knew I had to be ready. <laughs> and uh, so I've got a whole bunch of numbers set aside for you. So 
Last year, it was my best year so far. I made about 189000 Unreal. This year, by June, I hit six figures, which was a huge accomplishment for me. And I was like, oh, this is amazing because I, you always want to increase year over year. I, although then what happened was my marketing had taken a real dip and I wanted to run promotions, but I knew I didn't have time for the consultations and I didn't want to do that while I was away on vacation in the summer. So I kind of sabotaged myself there from really hitting the numbers that I wanted to, but I am still on par to probably reach the income, like just match it from last year. And my average sale is increasing because I did change. I'm always changing things, to be honest with you. I listen to your podcast. It's like my Monday morning ritual is to listen to your podcast and get new ideas and implement them. Probably if I had just run the exact same promo as last year, I probably would have done even better this year. But I like changing things because the promo that I did last year I was running a 40 over 40. It was $400. It included the hair and makeup. And you could walk away with one image. And most people didn't. I made really good money on that promo. But there were a few people who did. And I put so much of my energy into these photo shoots that I just decided that's not going to happen. So I'd rather have less business and make more money per person. Cause then I have more time with my family. I have more time for my own personal activities and, and I'm fine with that. So this year I've photographed 39 people so far. I also have a prepay option for them. So about half of people who have the option of prepaying do so. My average sale is almost 4,400. Wow. That is awesome. So tell me then, Laurie, like what were you doing that was allowing the no sales to get through and what have you changed to stop that? Now it's by collection only. There is kind of a second option, but I only bring it up with people who I want to bring it up with. <laughs> so I can divert them into like, I don't call them minis, but for the photography lingo, we would call it a mini where I'm photographing people back to back. So four people a day instead of one. So what I tell people is you're getting a custom session. You're getting it for $4.95. Normally a custom session like this, you'd be paying $1,500 to book. Either way, it is by collection only. And my collections start at $3,000 and go up from there. Right. Okay. So this is like serious qualifying before anyone gets in front of your camera. Like they know what they're going to be spending, $4,000. Yeah. Yeah. Because I only want serious people. I can only photograph, like my goal was actually to photograph 80 people. I'll be way less than that, obviously, because I've got 39. And I think I have just a, a handful more shoots for the rest of the year. But it's been worthwhile because if each of them is spending 4300 then that's, that's worthwhile for me. This is so good. So you've totally discounted the idea of giving away a free session and including a free print or a credit. Like your women are spending right from the start. They're actually spending more to be part of the campaign because a custom session, I don't really have a session fee. It's more of a booking retainer. So you're paying 50% of my lowest collection to book a custom session. And to book 40 over 40, it's 495 because I'm taking away the risk. You're not obliged to buy anything. You'll still be part of the exhibit and all of that stuff. But of course, I, you know, I'm like, why would you want to spend your time <laughs> doing all of this not to have any of the photos? 
So people are coming in who are serious about it. So they spend $4.95 and then I gift them an extra image with their collection purchase. So really at minimum, they're spending $3,500. Right. But the, and the average though is $44 because most women are spending or some women are spending a lot more. Yeah. So my last, oh, and earlier you were talking about, I only photograph women. I, I got a couple of men this year. I just mostly photograph women. But so my last yesterday's shoot was 3700 before tax is what I made. The shoot before that was about 9000 The shoot before that was 5000 The shoot before that was 5000 and so on. So I'm really trying to keep in the four to five figure range if I can. Because... And then if I, if people are going to do a, like a mini, then it's going to be, I've got four of them. So if each of them only spends 700, then it still is a worthwhile day for me. Right. Okay. Now I remember like talking to you, I don't know, it must be five or eight or 10 years ago. And then you were sort of throwing mud at the wall and going to different things and trying to get things going. It sounds like you've really found your stride now. And you've been running these 40 over 40 campaigns for a while now as well. This is the second year, yeah. Oh, the second year. Is it the second year? So when we did... Well, the- I guess they were just called something different. So 30 Days of Gorgeous, I ran that twice. I did 50 and Fabulous, but it's always been like at least 35 and older and women. Right, okay. So that's your that's your target client, your ideal client. So what is it? Why are the women lining up to get into this these sessions with you? Is it to be featured in the exhibition? Is it something they've always wanted? Have you been in the email inbox for the last five years and they're finally pulling the trigger? Like, what is it getting them over the line? Yeah, I think all of the above. I definitely have those people who are like, I've been following you for years. I'm finally ready. And I'm like, what? I've never heard your name before. But yeah, there's those lurkers for sure. I run giveaways sometimes. And so that can generate some interest. But I would say I like 100%, not no, 90% attribute all of my success to your podcast. I know I sound like a huge like piss ass right now, but I really do. I get access to so many people with different ideas, which as you alluded to earlier, I've been taking advantage of. So I sign up for the courses. I, you know, go check out their education. Like Julie Christie, I was part of her education platform for a long time. Um, I'm not anymore, but she's an excellent coach and has a really great program. Um, I've had Ian Sim help me out with some things. I took John Blazer's course. Um, Yeah, there's like a huge list. And I just take the pieces that work for me. Sure. And I, I love that, but I still I still don't know why. Like, let's say, take John Glazer, for example. Like, his business is built on running lead ads, and he offers a basically a free session and a credit. So, but, but your women, you know, they're coming in and, and, and handing out $500, like, right from the get-go, and you tell them that, you know, prices start at 3000 plus. Why aren't they being scared away? Like, why are they saying yes? Okay. Yeah. So some of them say no, (laughs) but yeah, I think it's all about the value add and really listening to people. People want their stories to be heard. And so if you hop on a phone call and just ask somebody about, you know, Hey, why is now a good time for you to do a session like this? Why do you want to be part of 40 over 40 and be, you know, part of this community? Cause it really is a community. And I think it really I knew I could push the envelope and go for the more luxury level because I proved it last year and I hired the professional videographer. I 
made sure I got featured on TV. (laughs) So I have all the proof in the pudding. And so I can speak confidently to it and be like, you want to be a part of this. This is a kind of a big deal. There's only 40 spots. And I'm confident in my work because I do believe, I don't say this to people necessarily, but I I believe a, a boudoir photographer especially can make or break a person's confidence. So if if you go to the wrong person, they might make you never want to be photographed again. And I'm someone who is a safe place. And I know you are going to love your images. So when people hear that kind of confidence, because most people I'm talking to, they're not someone who considers themselves photogenic. And so they're like, okay, I can trust her. She's photographed other people like me who are not, you know, 25 years old and a size zero. God, okay. I I still get that. It sounds amazing. And I can see why, like, you would be the perfect photographer for them. But what is it they're signing up for? Like, I mean, you've said campaign, exhibition, you know, they want to be part of this community. Where are they actually? Are you asking what that entails? Yeah, look, are they signing up for something more than just photos of themselves? I mean, I know they want the experience, they want the photos. Are they contributing to a charity? Are they doing this for breast cancer? Are they doing this to support, you know, mums that aren't privileged? I don't know. I'm throwing things out there. Like, why are they signing up? I think it's to be part of a community and to share their story and just to treat themselves. Um, because a lot of them have been through something terrible. Like the girl who's here yesterday, she's 41 years old. And at the beginning of the pandemic was diagnosed with breast cancer. So her photo shoot yesterday, um, she's had a double mastectomy and no reconstruction. So like she has a story, I think that she wants to share. So she could hire me privately and do a photo shoot, but I think that she wants to share her story and be part of that community. For my gala that I hold, I do make it a charitable event. So last year, what I did was I ran, I had a gaffle, gaffle, I had a raffle that I contacted one of my favorite charities to participate in. So they're called Made by Mama. And it's a, it's a charity that supports mothers. There's no red tape to access them. You can self-nominate. So if you need food, cribs, diapers, any of the above things that moms need that you can access it through this charity. So, and I really like the people who work there. I know them personally just because of the other charitable work that I do. And so they came on board. We sold tickets. You had to be at the event. You could buy a raffle ticket for $20 and you got entered into a prize draw. So there was the grand prize was my middle collection, which is $4,500 and then a bunch of other things that I solicited from my email list and people who were in the exhibit. So there was other prizes like um, one of the girls who I photographed owns a gym. So she donated like some kind of a training package and my makeup artist donated some of her products like that kind of thing. And so we raised 1700 for that charity. Okay. And so you organized all that yourself on the back of the, what, 40 over 40 program? Yeah. So what it was, was an art exhibit. It was on display for a month. And then I held a gala to close the exhibit. So each woman had a 16 by 20 metal print hanging in a gorgeous space. Like this is a, it used to be a school. It's like a four level 
school that was built in 1912, I think. So the hallways are really wide. There's a lot of like original detail. So it's just like, and and then there's modern touches too. So it's just a cool space to be. And so there's this hallway where all of the images are hanging. And then from their lead capture form, when they entered, they kind of shared a bit of their story. And I just printed that on a card and put it underneath each portrait. So when people were going to enjoy the images, they were learning a little bit about each person who was in the, the image. And one of my neighbors, my neighbors right next door, Barbara and Matt, they went twice to the show because it, it's just free to go. You can go, it's a public building. And it was funny because my neighbor, Matt, told me he was like in tears reading these stories. He was so moved. So I think that it's a community and and it's an uplifting kind of experience and a, and a confidence boost for somebody who maybe has never liked a photo of themselves. Okay. So okay, I'm getting the bigger picture now because I probably asked you the wrong questions, but I'm understanding now that the women that come to you, they're responding to an ad or something they've seen from you. It's to actually appear in this exhibition and to be in the exhibition and tell their story, they have to have the photos done by you and then they fall in love with the photos and then they buy more photos for themselves and they get to share all those things about themselves. Yeah, and then I've got a VIP um, Facebook group too. So their stories get shared in there and I, I'm still working on getting more engagement in there. There's a little bit. But got it, got it. Uh, that's a lot of beast. So tell me then, <laughs> Laurie, is the primary way of attracting these women is it via Facebook ads and Instagram ads? Yeah, or referrals. Okay, so just tell me then. So when you run an ad, what's the general gist of the ad? Is it looking for 40 women over 40? Premium members of PhotoBiz Exposed hear more of the best photography business strategies from every guest. I want to ask you one last question about the little black dress that you have in your studio. Before that, where is the best place for the listener to go and see more of what we've been talking about, your website, your socials? Where should we go? So you can find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and LinkedIn. It's usually at Laurie McBrown. And I'm also, I have a little account on TikTok where I do some stuff. <laughs> I'm not super consistent on that one yet because I find that creating those videos is terribly time consuming um, or you can go to my website lauriemcbrown.com fantastic I'll add links to all those in the show notes uh, that will accompany the audio so the listener can find that um, the little black dress so I saw that in your studio tour video you, you talked about it there it's on the photo right beside you that you know where, where you're recording you've talked about it a couple of times as well it's on your website so it's an amazing little dress but do the women come in and say, oh, I've seen that everywhere. I don't want to be in that dress. Like, is that a problem? Oh, no. No, because <laughs> it's not a dress. It's just a skirt. And it becomes a new dress every time somebody else puts it on because they pair it with their own top or a bodysuit or something. And so I've had people say like, oh, where did your client get that beautiful dress? And I'm like, that's right here. <laughs> just bring your own top. You can have your own dress too. So it's... It, it never really looks the same and there's so many ways to use it. Yeah, I think I, I made that, I handmade made that, I don't know, eight years ago or something. And it gets used in every shoot. I use it all the time. Wow. All the time. It does not get old. It's needed a few repairs. I've had to re-sew it a couple of times. 
But, and I'm adding, so I, I make other, so there's things that I buy, like that tool rope back there I bought. Um, but I try to make other things if I can. So I made this other kind of like white outfit. Um, and then, like I said, I got my husband to build some things. So I, you can't really see that. It's just the side of it, but it's like a shower. It's like it's set up to look like shower glass. And then he made me a big white cube. So there's just little things that you kind of exclusive to the studio, which I'm sure people could copy, but um, I think that those add to the experience, especially if somebody isn't sure that they really have enough for their photo shoot that I'm like, Oh, don't worry. You know, you don't need to go shopping. Like I've got some things here. You probably have everything you need. And if we add in a few of these pieces, then it'll really round out the look that you want from your photo shoot. The reason I did ask, and I'm, I'm so glad that was the answer is I, I get the feeling that as a photographer, you know, we're always looking for, for something new. We want to add something instead of just doing the same thing that works and repeating and repeating and repeating it. And which you've proven you can do, you know, with that little black skirt, you can use that for every single shoot and you have for the last eight years. You don't need to keep adding stuff all the time. Just stick to what works. That's like literally all I had. Well, maybe I had one other pink tool skirt, but I mean, it's like pretty much all I had until very recently. Like once I had a studio that I'm like, okay, I have some space to put things but before that, that's like the one and only piece that I was using consistently. And you don't need much. I would really caution people against wasting too much money on buying things for their client wardrobe. It's, it can be fun for sure. But, you know, there's some people who want to only wear their own clothes. So if you are going to spend, if you're starting out and you're going to be spending money, I mean, invest in education. Don't invest in shopping online. Because you don't need to dress your clients. You can wait until you have a little bit more income and then start investing in a few pieces if you have the space in your studio. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Laurie, it's been so good to catch up again. Uh, like I said, I see your emails every week. I'm always sort of following along in the background and uh, I love how successful you are, how successful you've been, how hard you work at it. And uh, like you, you really are an inspiration. So thank you so much for coming back and, and sharing what you have. Yeah, it's super fun to talk to you again. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Laurie as much as I did. Laurie, if you are listening, again, thank you so much for coming on, for sharing everything you have, and massive congrats on your success. I really, really love talking to you and hearing about how you're running the successful business you are. So again, massive thanks for coming on. For you, the listener, I do hope there were a ton of takeaways from what Laurie had to share. Was, was there something that she did share that you thought, yes, absolutely, I can use that in my business? If there is, I'd love to hear about it. I know Laurie would as well. So if you're listening to the free version of the podcast, you could leave a comment in the comments area of the show notes. This week, they're at photobizx.com forward slash 550. Now in those show notes, I've got examples of Laurie's fantastic work. I've also got links to anything and everything that she mentioned. It's all there in that one spot. And if you are a premium member, you'll have easy access to Laurie inside the members Facebook group. So if you have a follow-up question for her, maybe there was something I didn't ask that you wish that I did, or if you just want to say thanks for coming on, you can do that inside the members Facebook group. Oh, and just quickly, I should ask you, please let me know if you would like me to chase Laurie up to deliver a masterclass on her 40 over 40 program. 
which, as you heard, brings her so much success. So if you'd like to see Laurie deliver a masterclass, let me know and I'll see if I can pin her down to deliver a training session for us, for you, so you can apply it to your business, whether it's to attract women, pets, families, kids, whatever it may be, I'm sure that you'll be able to adapt what Laurie teaches or what she's utilizing in her business to grow your own business to attract more clients. So let me know and I'll see if we can get something booked in for early this year. It's shout out time. I have one big shout out for today's episode and this one goes to Northern Ireland family photographer Eddie Calvin who left a fantastic review on Apple Podcasts and the title of his review, The Best There Is. He goes on to say in his review, Andrew and his guests on the podcast share so much. I have been listening for years and the premium membership is worth its weight in gold. So much information is given in the free version, but the extra actionable and inspiring help shared in the premium area has inspired me to keep going even when times are hard, like during COVID. I've used loads of the Facebook ad info over the years to get loads of customers and grow an email list. Info and ideas from guests have helped me no end with running mini sessions, and I'd hate to think where I'd be without the podcast. Thank you, Andrew and guests. So Eddie, massive thanks for taking the time to leave that review. I love that you're enjoying the podcast. I know you've been listening for years and it's great to have you a part of it, Eddie. Again, mate, massive thanks for taking the time to leave that review. I really do appreciate it and it does help other photographers find the podcast. You're listening to the number one photography business podcast with Andrew Helmich, photobizx.com. That is just about going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. Uh, I Actually, I wanted to share one quick thing with you about AI that happened this morning, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm guessing you've been playing around with AI, whether it's ChatGPT or Bard, particularly if you took the recent masterclass with Brianna Schrader. But I pretty much have a tab open for ChatGPT and Bard all the time in my browser these days. And this morning, I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, but uh, I had an email from photography business and mindset coach Joel Dunn. He says, hey, Andrew, happy new year, mate. Hope it's all started off great for you. Quick question. I had a chat with a guy called Tom who lives in London. He shoots actors and corporate headshots mainly. Anyway, he heard of me through you, but for the life of me, I can't find his email or any contact info, emails, etc. for some reason. Do you by any chance know who I'm talking about? So I had a quick look and I couldn't find any members, any current members with the first name Tom. There was no one in the Facebook group, the members Facebook group, first name Tom. So I went over to ChatGPT and I typed in, I'm looking for a photographer by the name of Tom who lives in London. He shoots actors and corporate headshots mainly. Any ideas who this is? A second or less later, ChatGPT spits out, it seems the photographer you're looking for might be Tom Trevitt or Tom Trevat who specializes in actor headshots and corporate headshots in London. And then ChatGPT gave me a link to his website to learn more about his services and portfolio. I mean, how cool is that? I went back to Joel, shared what ChatGPT spat out at me, and he says, you're a legend, didn't even think of that. Yes, that is him. Thanks, mate, appreciate it. So job done and took a few seconds to have ChatGPT find the answer. Anyway, that's just one other way i've used chat gpt today and uh, yeah if, if you're not playing around with this stuff get in and have a play with it It really is amazing 
Alrighty, that is it for this episode of the podcast. Have a fantastic week wherever you are in the world. Stay safe, healthy and well. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 